0: It's time for love talk with the love ladies, Evelyn, Carrie, and Kathy. Love talking this week about living in the gaps of life.
1: Thank you, uh, John. This is Evelyn Davidson in the studio at today's Christian Talk, eleven twenty, The Bridge, and we are celebrating today because this is a wonderful day. This uh, Carrie is in the studio, and this Kathy's on the line. Good morning, Miss Carrie. How are you? We call you Coach Carrie, but I, you are such a fantastic lady. I just have to to say this.
2: Well, thank you, Miss Evelyn. It is always great to be here. Always great to be in studio with you because you just fill the room with joy and it is awesome to be here with you. And of course, friends, we do have our beautiful and lovely friend on the line for this show of Love Talk with your love ladies. We have Mrs. Kathy Underbrock. Hello, Kathy.
3: Hi, Evelyn. Hi, Carrie. Oh, my gosh. It's so great to be calling in with you guys. I just wake up amazed at the women that I am able to call friends. And I hope our listening friends out there, I hope you have at least one good friend who you wake up in the morning and say, oh, I am so blessed to be able to call that person friend. Absolutely. It's great to join you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're
1: glad to have you, Miss Kathy. And we're today we're we're going to start a series that's going to really begin to tie people's hearts tightly to the love of the Lord Jesus. And we're going to talk about living in the gaps of life. And you know what a gap is?
2: What's a gap, Miss Evelyn?
1: A gap is an empty place,
2: hmm.
1: like from a mountain to the valley. You know, there's a, usually a little trail. Uh, a gap always represents something that's not fulfilled. Like if a gap in my in my education is I didn't learn how to take care of babies, you know, <laughs> you got to fill that up with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And and when we look at it as God's uh, appointed place, each one of us have a very specific place in the heart of God,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and He puts us in places where He is, uh, we are dependent on Him. And without Him, we'd be living in a gap without nothing. Because, see, a gap's nothing.
2: It's a blank space.
1: It is a blank space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, sometimes you'll think, you know, I just got this gap in my head. I can't, you know, get around or something. But it's not for, what we're going to propose is that a gap is God's appointed place. He put out her here this morning, it, you know, without any consideration of how difficult the fog was going to be mm-hmm. or any of those things. This is the place for us today. And then the other thing is God's anointed person. There's never been a time in history when God has not had an appointed person telling the good news of Christ. And just recently, you know, we lost one of the great patriots of, of, of our century, uh, Dr. Billy Graham. And uh, they funeralized him for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he filled a gap in our lives as he connected us with the power of the Lord Jesus. And so as we walk through this, and we're going to do it a number of shows, a number of interviews regarding this, we're going to see where we are in America right now and what kind of a gap we're in. See where we are in our family, uh, what kind of gap we've got, what open places that, that need, need love. And that's the goal of all of it, is to wrap this place in love. And that's why we are here at the bridge, is because we want to wrap the world. We're all, are we not on the world, Miss Kathy?
3: We are right around the world, live streaming. You know, I just love it that anyone, anywhere on planet Earth can get on their computer device, get on the web, Go to ktxw.net and click on Listen Now, and they can live stream us anywhere. It's just so exciting. And on your smartphone, with the smartphone phone app, the the Bridge KTXW smartphone app, you can you can live stream. And you know, if you ever miss our show, Evelyn, you just go to our archives at LovetalkNetwork.com and click on the show that you missed, and you get to listen to it. I just think it's so exciting. And I love that we're able to have conversations around these things that are really relevant to where we are right now in our lives. And one of the most exciting things, you know, that God has been doing in our nation across uh, this past week with, um, you know, as he's taken Billy Graham home, you know, there's this famous line that Billy Graham, I think, took from uh, a Dr. Moody who said, was a a pastor in the uh, late 1800s. And Billy says this. He goes, one of these days you're going to hear that Billy Graham is dead. And he says, don't you believe it (laughs) for a second. I will be more alive in the presence of God Mm -hmm. than I have ever been. And I think we have such a unique opportunity right now at this time in our nation with our friends overseas to talk about, you know, did any of us attend one of those many, many um, Billy yes. Graham evangelistic events. Where were you? What were you doing? What impact has he had on your family? Um, I know one of the talk show hosts from the Today program um, was on um, what, in, uh, CNBC uh, talking with Megan Kelly. I think it's Kathy Lee Gifford. And she was just telling Mm -hmm. about how Billy Graham crusades had just had such an impact on her life personally and on her entire family. And so when we talk about living and loving in the gap, God is going to provide those opportunities where we can step into that gap Mm -hmm. in someone else's life as well and share the love and the hope that we have through Jesus Christ. And I think There's just this incredible resurgence of faith conversations in our country right now. And I would encourage all of our listening friends, step into that conversation Mm -hmm. um, and just enjoy the moment.
1: You know, uh, he has an influence on uh, from the first step to five or six-year-olds is through the ministry that he started with, all the way to the top. One of the most special times that that Van and I had with Governor George Bush was um, we gave him, we had a a public signing for National Day of Prayer, and Van gave him a new copy of the application Bible. And he opened the box, and he threw the lid one way and the bottom the other way and started flipping through that, that Bible. This last week, I spent about three hours working on an article about people that uh, had been, who have been influenced by the life of Billy Graham. And one of the stories was that George W., when he was uh, living in Odessa, a man of the world, uh, was at his father's house in North Carolina, sitting on the doorstep. And uh, Franklin Graham came that day to visit. And Franklin sat side by side with him and asked him about what kind of life he was living and what kind of life he wanted to live. And he said it was a breakup point in his life. We'll have that story in the Good News Journal uh, in the Beijing issue. But there's so many stories like that of Franklin Graham, Kathy.
3: Billy Graham. I mean, yeah,
1: I got Franklin on my mind because we do Operation Christmas, Child. Thank Mm you. Uh, Well, and
3: we, you know, obviously we love Franklin Graham and Franklin is Billy's son. Mm -hmm. And so it's amazing how God is using Franklin to, you know, just uh, continue an incredible ministry, but in a very, very different way than his father had. So I get it, Evelyn. When you're talking about the grounds, Billy, Franklin, mm-hmm. I mean they are, that's a, a powerful family mm-hmm. that God has really used in this nation.
2: Wow, Miss Evelyn, so the May June issue we can look forward to those articles.
1: That's true. But you know when you look at a man's life, uh, when it comes to the end of the journey it's always amazing to see hear the people come out of the closet. Mm. And talk about how that particular person had uh, a an impact on their life. But by the same token, you know, the news this week has been filled with bad things about, you know, people that are in, that are encased or that are in, uh, n- that are restricted in their life because of something some great guy did that they mocked a thing. There's always the negative side. But I can tell you. When God puts you in an appointed place, he anoints us for the work that he wants to do in our life and through our life.
2: That's right, Miss Evelyn. And, you know, America right now has a, has a large gap. You know, we, we look at uh, people trying to just fill this emptiness with every single thing that they can. When other people hurt us, we can become confused, bewildered, angry, distant, sad. You know, Miss Evelyn, how on earth do we grasp a better understanding of how God loves us in these gaps?
1: Well, he uh, he has a little love dose he gives us every day. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's in the coffee cup, and sometimes it's in the tear cup. You know, he just it, it, there's always every day in my life a, a moment, at least a moment or thirty minutes of coping with uh, maybe a need. Or disappointment or something mm-hmm. but you know you never imagine god would prepare us for these kind of times mm-hmm. and we want to talk about those it says life is made up of learning to love in the ups and downs bumps and jumps highs and lows joys and sorrows of daily life and god is the god of known i mean he is not out there in the world somewhere he is he takes residence resident by the power of his spirit in our life mm. And so we, we have a light beam of sunlight within that help us guide our life without. And when we look at that from the point of view of where we are in America, when we come back from our break, Kathy, I want us to talk about how God has called people forth like Franklin Graham and Billy Graham and some of those that are joining us in Washington, D.C. to fill a gap in this nation of people who trust God, who believe God, who want to serve God. It's time for us to take a little break. Let's do that. We'll be back in Love Talk right after this.
5: for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at
0: 986-494. You know the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1 888 988 9736 or visit the website texasseo.com. Or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow.
6: These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better 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 choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
3: And welcome back to Love Talk with the Love Ladies. This is Kathy Endebrock, And in studio today is Coach Carrie Brinkater and the beautiful Miss Evelyn Davison. And we are talking about living and loving in the gaps of life. Those, um, Those large openings, those breakings, those partings, those separation, those blank spaces in your life. Now, unlike Taylor Swift, who says she's got a blank space and she's willing to (laughs) fill in your name, uh, we're not going to fill in the name, uh, fill in our blank spaces with anything temporary. We are going to fill in those blank spaces with the eternal, with the fountain of life, with something that will spring up um, and equip us and prepare us and point us in the right direction. And we're talking about the person of Jesus Christ. And, you know, right now in our nation, uh, there are so many gaps. uh, And we don't want to turn a blind eye to those gaps. We want to go and address the gaps that we see within our nation. Those individuals uh, and places within society that have fallen away, that are hurting, and that don't see the light at the end of a tunnel. And they just see themselves in a very dark tunnel with no way out. We see um, issues within our schools where things are happening in our schools that we would never have imagined. Uh, we see leaders that aren't able to come to terms and reach across the aisles and see that they're working together uh, for the good of the nation under the principles that have been laid down um, through our Constitution. And, you know, we're so excited. Evelyn, Carrie, I, I'm just so thrilled. You know, we're going to be in Washington, D.C. We're going to be meeting with um, all of our congressional leaders at each of the six congressional buildings and praying with them and, and praying with their staff. And that is so exciting, and we've been in preparation for that. And, and God is able to fill in the gaps through prayer in such a unique way because you are, in, you are recognizing those gaps that exist. You are bringing those gaps forward to him, and you are asking him to meet the needs there like no one else can, and I love 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, verse 9 that says, no one has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. We can never imagine how God is going to fill in those gaps, how God is going to use us to fill in those gaps that exist. And, you know, there's so many incredible ministries on the Hill working right now, Congressional Prayer Caucus Foundation, Faith and Action. We have America Praise that is Uh now seeking out 40,000 churches from coast to coast to come together and pray for the leaders of this nation. Evelyn, uh, you know, what gaps do you see us going and addressing as we step forward into uh, this trip to Washington, D.C.?
1: Well, this trip came about (laughs) sort of it it was a joke of my husband. You won't believe this. Man (laughs) does joke sometimes. Back in 2013, we, uh, with uh, Governor uh, Perry, held a silent, solemn assembly at the Capitol, and we brought coordinators, much like we're doing in Washington D.C., throughout the state to. The capital for us to pray on site, inside, sight. and that day um, we got we got there at eight thirty that morning and we were to pray to noon time. Well, that was when um, uh, the Patriots Academy was going on right after the session that was so disrupted by some of the issues of you know women today uh, that those young people were just uh, on fire for God. And they had asked me to come up and do the the, uh, closing uh, benediction and challenge or charge for them. And so I had a judge friend that went with me and a stout. And uh, when we came back down, we could not get out the steps, uh, the doors on the south steps. Twelve buses of Islamic protesters had rolled in, and each one of them had a sign that said, Kill the infidels. And they set up, we didn't have sound systems. We, you know, we were out under the trees with tables and pastors came and went. And we sat out there and listened to some of that for about 30 minutes and wept before God. And so one of the pastors opened up and said, Evelyn, we have got to do something about this. And I said, well, we prayed and we're praying and we're going to keep on praying. She said, we got to do something. We can't just pray. We got to do something. And so one of them said, "Yeah, we need to write a book. You need to write a book, Evelyn." Well, I had written the uh, all the material for the prayer counselors that we used during the session that was so volatile, uh, and we had about five thousand intercessors on the grounds at the Capitol. And so I said to them, "You know, I don't know. I don't. You know, I've written twelve books or co-written that many, but I would not even know how to start." And they said, we start with a challenge, praising, praying, and praying across Texas. what We've got to pray, and then we've got to praise God. And so the first one said, I'll do this part of it, and the other one said, I'll do that part. So we ended up with 12 national authors for that first book, which was Praying Across Texas, Praying and Praising Across Texas. And we put that through the Texas legislature two times. Uh, we put it through for the 15, and we went back through the 17, and so right at the end of the 17, pretty close, uh, one of the ladies said, "We need to go back to the to the legislature." And so I told Van that, and I said, "We've talked." He prayed about it. He said, "Why do you want to do that for? If you're going anywhere, go to Washington D.C. That's where the hole is. That's where the gap is." <laughs> So I, I blame my husband for all this, but when Kathy and I began to pray and some of the others began to pray, it just fell in place, didn't it, Kathy?
3: It did, and so many incredible doors began opening, Evelyn.
1: Well, I know that uh, that's coming up pretty quickly, and we would ask our, our friends to pray for us. Uh, if they're interested in getting the plan, uh, they can go to the website for and get a copy of the book. Uh, we sell them at cost, it co- you know, cost two fifty to mail them, but we sell them at cost. We would invite you, because we're going to start on Easter Sunday and pray through this 49 days of asking for one thing each day. The first day is wisdom. And that's what we'll pray for when we go to D.C., Kathy, is we'll say, well, let's do the first day, let's pray for wisdom. Read, you know, read the scripture and maybe pray, you know, out of that. We don't know how God's going to use this. But it is interesting that out of all of this in the Franklin Graham, Billy Graham stuff that we had at the Capitol when Franklin came for the Decision America tour and then we did the thing up in Round Rock, that out of all of that came a real cry from Austin, Texas that vibrated across this nation through the uh, efforts and the dedication of Dr. Trey Kent, Dr. Kai Bowman, and a young man named Brian Allred. Brian was on Franklin Graham's team, was the 10-state director, and he was the one that I worked with. I serve as the uh, Central Texas coordinator for Samirita's Purse, which is a Christmas shop. And out of that getting to know Allen, he came back and asked me about how we did this thing at the Capitol. And his vision was that we would do that also in Washington, D.C., and so he started, he and there's some of the, I serve on their Board of dra- uh, Advisors. Uh, we all got together for about three months and wrote the bylaws and all that with uh, Ed Horn from Wiltshire Homes and uh, uh, Dr. Dre Kent, Dr. Kai Bowman, um, the, all, a number of the pastors in Austin were involved in making that, that petition. And so we formed a corporation, it's called americapraise.org, and uh it is the goal that we would have 40,000 churches across this nation praying 24 hours a day. And that was the vision of Trey Kent, who is a young pastor in Austin. He and his wife were prayer-walking their neighborhood out in Cedar Park one morning. And Trey said, you know, every church in town ought to be prayer working 24 hours a day or be praying on their knees. And so he came to me and asked me if he could make an announcement at the governor's prayer breakfast. Uh, that, you know, he was uh, wanting to start 24-hour prayer in all the churches or help them. Because what we did, I told him we don't make announcements, but if he would come and bring his sign-up sheet, mm-hmm. we could put him at the product table, and those that came through that were interested, could you know, he could talk to them about it. He had three full pages of people out of churches that said, we want our church to pray for 24 hours a day. So that's what the base for all of this has been. Going to Washington, D.C. is to do, do, get in position to do what God did with the anointed gap in Austin. The anointed people that fill that gap who are now Actually, going out across this nation to do what it is God's called us to do to fill the gap in America. We have a gap in America.
2: Absolutely. Kathy, we got about two minutes before our break. Can you walk our listeners through, you know, how they can pray for you guys as you head to Washington, D.C., and just give them some specifics?
3: Um, We got about two minutes. Thanks so much for that, Carrie. Absolutely. As we go, you know, there's, we anticipate there's going to be some unexpected obstacles. And so we just pray um, or ask that you would pray uh, about those unexpected obstacles, that uh, there would be easy resolution and that the Lord would even just remove those from our path. Um, But especially I would ask that as we are going and praying at our congressional offices, that um, God would really give us the words to meet with those leaders, because this is a a bipartisan, you know, we don't care if they are a Republican, Democrat, Uh independent. We just want to pray with them and invite the Holy Spirit in to really address those gaps uh, within their leadership, within their hearts, within their purview, within their areas of influence, Um, And that, you know, if you would just ask, we just ask our listeners that you would pray that God would really give us the words to share and encourage our leaders. We are not going there in any way to correct them. No, Mm -hmm. we are going there to encourage them. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we would just ask that you do begin to pray for your leaders and amazing things happen when you begin to pray for your leaders. You start to realize that they are real people. They're real people (laughs) who need prayer. And then you realize that it's because of you that they are in those leadership positions. You know, primaries now are happening uh-huh. all over this nation. And you start to become aware, hey, how do I go and vote in a primary? What is a primary? It's not just all about the presidency. This is about uh, um, uh, state representatives, U.S. representatives, senators, governors. Judges, yes. Judges, everything. Um, friends, As you continue to pray, God will turn your heart and open your eyes in amazing ways. And we just thank you so much Mm -hmm. for every single prayer that you would lift up on our behalf. And we're looking forward to coming back. And sharing with you yes. <laughs> uh, the effect and the impact of all, that all of your prayers have had during well, our trip. Thank
1: you, Kathy, for that. We, You know, this was not part of our planned program for this morning, Mrs. Carrie. <laughs> uh, but the Lord has laid this on our heart deeply. Absolutely. And uh, I think sometimes we have to get out of the way for Him to do the work that He wants to do in us and through us. It is time for us to take our break. Let's do that. and we come back, we want to talk about God's anointed person.
2: Who is that? Right after
0: these messages. Hi, this is John Kotner, and you know we all can use some happiness, some hope, and humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation, go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net.
3: Hi, friends. This is Kathy Underbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression, have rebellious kids, or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on Shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with.
6: Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud of. Proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
2: Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are here on the bridge, and oh, what a joy today. We've heard so much from Ms. Evelyn and Kathy about their upcoming trip to Washington, D.C. I'm so, I'm not supposed to be jealous, but I am. I'm so (laughs) sad that I'm not able to go with them this time, but I'm looking so forward to hearing how God blesses them, how God uses them in Washington, D.C., and I know He is going to anoint their steps. And guide their way as they are there. And who knows what God has planned for them. But I can tell you this. With Miss Evelyn and Kathy, it will be a fun journey. And it will be a joy-filled journey no matter what happens. I tell you, Miss Evelyn, you're the lady in the airport that if she loses her luggage, says, Ah, that's all right. It'll be fine. You know, that is who you are. And uh, I'm so uh, thankful for you. Now, Kathy... We're talking about this concept of gaps and how God steps in and fills in these gaps for us, these openings, these breaks, this blank space. You know, God's anointed person, that a gap is God's anointed place for us. Kathy, do you ever pray for God to fill in the gaps for you?
3: Oh, my goodness. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. and. And the thing is, when you go in, when, when I pray for God to fill in those gaps, it gives me this kind of quiet, gentle confidence, like, mm. okay, we have got this, you know, Evelyn has this thing that says, um, me plus he equals okay. me <laughs> equals we. And so you kind of know when you go to God to fill in those gaps, uh, everything's going to be okay because you are not alone in this. And you know, we we know that life is full of ups and downs. We get that, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and as Christians, we need to learn how to love in those ups and downs, in those those bumps and those jumps of life, those highs and lows, and the joys and sorrows of daily living. And we want to have a real fruitful love life, and so. When we allow God to really work in all of those gaps, those appointed places, um, we're able to really be effective, even if our day kind of felt a little bit crazy and out of control. (laughs) Um, And so we're going to look at some of these really simple truths for living because we do get bogged down sometimes in those every day. And we need to refocus. We need to to recenter and to reenergize all the while allowing God and trusting God that he's going to fill in those gaps along the way. And so I just want to give like a really simple, basic example. So, you know, sometimes we worry about, well, what if I say this and and the Mm -hmm. person's going to make fun of me or they're going to mock me, you know, because I lived in Australia for a while where a majority of the population are atheists. Um, or at best agnostic, which means they believe that maybe mm-hmm. there is a God somewhere out there, but he's not a personal God. You know, an atheist is, yeah, there's no God. There's no such thing as God. That's just cray-talking. Um, so living in Australia, you know, that was a concern of mine. You know, well, if, if I say this, if I bring mm-hmm. my Bible to work and they see that I actually have it, are they going to take me seriously at work? Are they going to make fun of me? Um, and when we talk about God filling in the gaps, Um, He opens our eyes to realize, you know what, someone mocking you, it just teaches you that no two people Uh are alike. You see things differently. You perceive things differently. And when you encounter people who are different from you, you know not to judge them by how they look and how they act, how they walk and how they talk. And um, there's this beautiful prayer in Ephesians 1.18 um, when Paul writes to the church at Ephesus. Paul says, I pray that the eyes of your heart mm. might see the things that God is doing. Um, and in, in verse 18, that phrase literally is the eyes of your heart having been enlightened. And so when we get into these situations, these are opportunities To be enlightened. These are enlightening situations. These are not situations that we need to avoid or shrink back from. They are learning and growing situations for us. And um, I I think that we need to know these spiritual Mm -hmm. truths and be willing to step into these gaps and trust that God is going to fill in those gaps as well for us.
2: Well, I like how you said, you know, you're not supposed to avoid these situations. You're not supposed to shrink back. You know, it, that's hard. That's hard, mm-hmm. Ms. Evelyn, when somebody's mocking you. I had a colleague once at Southwestern that would come by my office. I had some Bible verses in my mm-hmm. office, you know, not – I didn't think they were super conspicuous, but apparently they were. And uh, he would come by and he would say – "Why?" you know, he would constantly challenge me you know? on why I believed that. Why yes. do you believe that? Why do you believe that a, a, a fictional being can help you? Do you need that as a crutch? You know, it, I, I mean, it was belligerent almost mm-hmm. at times, and there, I, I just, I dreaded it sometimes because I, I, I knew I had to be on my toes. I had mm-hmm. to have a this. This man was brilliant, very, very smart, and really challenged me to be able to articulate mm-hmm. why I believed what I believed. Also challenged me, going back to what Kathy was saying, to realize that no two people are alike, and and that's okay. It was my job to be humble, Mm -hmm. to be kind, to not get defensive, which, oh, man, I wanted to put those walls up and get (laughs) defensive, right? Um, But, and to know Mm -hmm. that the Lord was going to come in and fill in those gaps where I was feeling insecure, right? Mm -hmm. I was in God's anointed place, and he was going to fill that in for me.
1: You know, that is such a typical story of all of us. Carrie, at some time in our life, we've had that one person that just drives us nuts. (laughs) (laughs) We first moved to Austin. Uh, I was homeschooling our youngest son, Danny. Uh, But Van was uh, vice president of a major marketing uh, firm. And they uh, were very, very um, conservative. And so they decided they wanted to start a newspaper, and I had done some newspaper work. And so he volunteered me. Of
4: course he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's always volunteering. You know, when you're the
1: chief, you want to get rid You let the little <laughs> Indians do the work. And <laughs> I intend to tell this story, but with his permission, I will to tell it. I, the guy was a, a retired um, um, captain or something I mean Colonel, whatever the highest rate was and he was tough I mean he was just rude and in those days you know everything had to be typeset and it had to be typed out first and so I helped a lot with that and uh, so one day he was he came in and he was just really upset and uh, I, we went we didn't go through the whole thing but he told me he said there's not a, a person out there worth a dime said everybody lies to you and you know, whatever and I said you know what depends on what kind of people you're dealing with mm-hmm. you know there are people that are so lovable and kind and good and then there are those that you know just don't have that virtue
4: mm-hmm.
1: and so that and he looked at me like I was crazy <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course I'm saying when it didn't bother me one bit and so I said you know sometimes when you've got some time I might just talk about that. hmm well, I wasn't going to talk to him that day because he was too mad. Right. And he oh, was yeah. really furious, and, and he was profane. And uh, so I just said, well, let's, let's talk about that someday. And my, my, my mom and my dad taught me to do that. You're
2: so good about that.
1: When, we, when I was little and we did wrong, he'd say, well, we've got to talk about that. we got to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked a couple times, and if we repeated it, we got a swat. <laughs> but, you know, that's what life is. It's when God brings into our presence, mm-hmm. if we are anointed of him by the, by the spirit of his love and his mercy and his goodness and kindness, we're going to see beyond what they're saying to what their heart needs.
2: Well, that's so true. You know, being mocked is, is painful. Being Being lied to like you yeah. just alluded to, Miss Evelyn, is also painful. And, you know, as we look into the eyes of our hearts, as yes. the Bible says, right, it's put put a mental picture to that, the eyes of the heart. It refers to the whole inner person. That includes intellect, emotions, and will. And sometimes, exactly. you know, Miss Evelyn, sometimes at, at people who mock, people who lie, it's, it's hurtful and it's painful, and we... We're challenged to look into the eyes of the heart. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what are some common American lies? These fibs. Oh, Miss Evelyn, the check's in the mail. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start my diet tomorrow. Well, we service what we sell. You know, these are just kind of some typical little fibs. Um, This is from an article that was published several years ago in Bits and Pieces, Oh, I just need five minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your table will be be ready in five minutes. <laughs> you know, I think one that we all use sometimes is, "Oh, let's have lunch sometime," but we never ever, you know, come come clean on that or or it, set a date for that, right? You know what so, I like
1: is it. This hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I
4: think
2: I think I've probably said to that said that to my kids a few times. This hurts me than it hurts more than it hurts you. Miss Evelyn, we've just got a couple of minutes before the break, but how does God fill in the gaps when someone lies to us?
1: Well, <clears throat> often it's a teaching lesson, and it's a trusting lesson. Mm-hmm. And I call those the two T's of life, mm. teaching and trusting. Sometimes we don't know what we've done wrong, and the Lord needs to show us in a way that our eyes are open to His will and His way. I just have this big picture in my heart of the eyes of the Lord Jesus. You know, they're not critical looking at every little thing. They're looking how he can multiply the joy that he has planted in our hearts for life. You know, we look for the bad so often when we really need to look at the good. And my mom always said, well, there's there's some good in everybody. Mm. Some good in everybody. And my dad was not a believer, and he didn't believe that. You know, he mm-hmm. thought that, you know, was just a battle for life. But when we look at it from that point of view is, first of all, if, you know, if I just need five minutes of your time and it takes 30 minutes, if we give God our time, then we can know that we've made an investment in his work. And that's the important thing.
2: Absolutely. Friends, today on Love Talk, and we only have one segment left. It's so crazy. We've, we've, uh, we're have we've talking about God's anointed place, how He comes in, the gap, God's anointed place, how He comes in in these times whenever we're feeling a little bit beat down, and He's filling in those gaps in many, many ways. We're going to continue to talk about how we feel when we're lied to, when we come back from these messages, and so many... Other very, very practical applications about living in the gap. Right here on Love Talk, right after these messages.
7: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel O'Clue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville, and come see us.
5: They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300.
7: Mill Road, call 444-5555, that's 444-5555, Ellison Salazar, fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.
2: And welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are here with the Love Ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and of course, Mrs. Evelyn Davison and Mrs. Kathy Enderbrock here in our beautiful, lovely studios at The Bridge. We're so thankful that you have joined us today as we talk about living in the gaps and God filling in the gaps for us, that we are in God's appointed place, and, and He uses an anointed person mm-hmm. through Jesus, God's anointed person through Jesus to walk with us through life's trials, life's situations, life's ups, life's downs, life's bumps, life's bruises. And he's there with us all the time. we have talking about how it feels whenever someone lies to us. It teaches us that things are really not always what they seem. Miss Evelyn, there were so many times when I was coaching that you know, kids would come to me with a problem, right? Mm-hmm. An issue, okay? So yeah, we call
1: them issues in yeah, the days. Yes,
2: let's call them an issue, okay? <laughs> uh, somebody walks in, hey coach, this happened, right? Mm-hmm. And they they recount the story, and then about thirty minutes later, someone else would come knocking on the office door, knock, 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 coach, and they would come and recount supposedly the same story, and all of a sudden, I've got two versions of the same story, mm-hmm. right? And the truth is somewhere in there. It's somewhere in the middle of all of that mess. You may experience this with your kids. But, Mom, she hit me first. No, he, he hit me first, whatever it is, right? She
4: took my lipstick. Yeah.
2: It's, the truth is somewhere beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at how to decipher and, and, and through all of that is sometimes absolutely exhausting. It is. And it, it, it teaches us that sometimes things are not always that they seem, and that many of us are wearing masks, and these masks are trying to cover up things that we don't want to be seen. And we have to look beyond those masks if we really want to see the hearts. Miss Evelyn, you talked about the eyes of Jesus. If we really want to see the hearts so that we can learn to love people through these Lying seems to be a way of life for many people. Um, we lie at the drop of a hat. Uh, we lie to ourselves. We lie to ourselves. The book, there's a book called The Day America Told the Truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it says that 91% of the people surveyed in this book lie routinely about matters that they seem, that they deem trivial. 36% lie about important things. 86% lie regularly to parents, 75% to friends, 73% to siblings, and 69% to spouses. Miss Evelyn, okay. as a society, the day America told the truth, I don't know if, there tr- if there's any truth in there anymore. But I find these, this was in the Daily Bread um, statistics, and I, I just, it makes me sad that, Today, as Christians, we feel like we have to lie about things that are important. It says 36% of people lie about important matters. Miss Evelyn, it breaks my heart. Why, as a Christian community, are we not able to accept that people have problems? And it's okay to to talk about those problems because we all have them, all of us. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you look at that couple in church and you go, oh, they're so perfect, they're so mm-hmm. cute, they're, oh my gosh, they, they just must just have everything and the world just goes right for them, I can guarantee you that there's something going on with them that is not as it seems. And so to not get down about those things, I think it's very, very important. You know, Kathy, those statistics are really telling, and I like this concept of, of, well, it's intriguing to me, this concept of mask and how sometimes we're lied to, but, Kathy, sometimes we're the ones doing the lying. Mm-hmm. That,
3: exactly. I mean, we, you know, the lying is basically just kind of twisting the truth or being deceptive somehow, presenting something differently than it is in reality is and you know the bible tells us the heart is deceitful above all things who can know it and i'll tell you who can know it god can know it and god knows when we are being disingenuous. he knows when we are lying to others when we're lying to ourselves and and i love the fact that we can't lie to god i'm i'm just like thank you lord that there is one person that knows the truth and can show me the truth and can speak truthfully to me and can show me, you know, and and discipline me when I'm, I'm not being truthful. And, um, so I think that, you know, we don't necessarily have to say, oh, that person is lying to me. Therefore I cannot trust them. We need to look at ourselves and say, Lord, clean my heart, purify my heart. Show me where I am being dishonest. Show me where I am not being truthful. And we, we, you know, we are kind of socially raised to put on these masks. To, You know, I've never seen Oprah Winfrey look bad on a cover of one of her magazines, you know. But I know that Oprah's got to have bad hair days. I know that there's got to be outfits that Oprah wears. That maybe are not the best looking on her, but we go into the supermarket and and everything that is being marketed and sold to us looks perfect and beautiful, and it convinces us that if if we will uh, work hard enough or buy the product or do whatever that we can look perfect mm-hmm. like and be perfect like that person is perfect. We can figure it all out, you know. It's we can be our best person. And, um, you know, so we have to hold ourselves accountable to what kind of mask do we wear. You know, just pretending that everything at home yeah. is fine when, you know, when uh, 80% of the time everyone is quarreling and shouting and there's stress at home. Uh, you know, but if someone asks us, we say, oh, we're fine, we're fine, everything's fine. Um You know, pretending and telling people that our grown kids are just fine when they're about to flunk out of college or they've just gotten fired from their job. We need to be honest about our teenagers, you know, that they do struggle in in school, that they don't always make great decisions. Um, You know, we have to be honest about our marriages. Where are our marriages at? And this is one of the things that I love about God and his word is that he shows us in a very real way that all of these people that Jesus worked with and, and grew to be incredible, powerful leaders, not a single one of them were perfect. He did not expect them to be perfect. He does not expect us to be perfect. Sin is ugly, and it takes a toll mm-hmm. on a person's life. And we, guess what? We are all sinners. We are going to have ugliness in our life. But when we take that to Christ... He can work with it. He can put us in a better place. He can fill in that gap. And he can address those issues that we are just trying to cover up as best as we can. He says, hey, don't cover it up. Bring it to me. Let's address what's going on there. And we never want to be that perfect friend. We want to be the real friend. We don't want to be the perfect couple. We want to be that real couple, that genuine couple where we can we can bring our warts and what's going on. And then we can share how Christ is working in that and through that and how he is establishing a strong foundation where once there was not a strong foundation
2: you know, being real is so much better than being perfect (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
3: I I don't remember that
2: (laughs) I have um, been so uh, impressed with some of my friends recently, I've got two friends that are struggling with with children, uh, teenagers um, and one friend in particular, absolutely so refreshing, last year they were really struggling with their son um, a high schooler and they had some family out of state that said, look, we're going to take him.
4: Mm. Send
2: him to us. Let's get this straightened out. You know, it's, it's not working where you, where you guys are. Send him to us. And my friend was so honest about this. You know, she said, this is the worst time of my life. Mm. And I'm sending my son away to live with family members whenever because I, I can't do it. And I thought, isn't that a perfect picture of what Jesus does with us? Oh, you know, and it was so refreshing to hear her be so just open and honest about it. She wasn't trying to cover it up like, oh, he's fine. We're, we're working on things. You know, he's just going through a little rough patch. No, she was just 100% broken saying, I, I can't do this. You know, and that's what God does with us. He comes in he scoops us up. He takes us to his place and he says, come on, let's work on this. Mm -hmm. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. Here we go. We're going to work on this. And how refreshing it was for me to see my friends, you know, just be so open and honest Mm -hmm. about it instead of stuffing it and saying that things were fine. Because, friends, when we're real and the masks are gone, you know, that's when God does real work with us. Right, Miss Evelyn? That's when He comes in and He just fills us up with all of the blessings that He has for us. And does it hurt whenever we have to pull off those masks? It's like ripping off that band aid, right? It's like ripping it off. But He says, "It's it, I'm here for you that this hurt, this pain is mm-hmm. temporary. Trust God to fill in those gaps, even when it may seem embarrassing to you at first. Because those friends that are around you, they're going to lift you up in prayer. They're going to hold your hand. They're going to be there for you. And God will allow these hurts to empower, to help, and to heal not only you, Miss Evelyn, but those around us.
1: That's so true, Carrie. And, you know, we're, we are in that position to be that kind of a helper to those out there in our audience, uh, with a lot of the resources that we have, mm-hmm. so if, we would just say today to you, if you do not know the love of the Lord Jesus in a real and powerful way, that's your first step. Get honest with Jesus. Take off your mask and get honest with God. And then when you do, when you do that, you're going to need some help. Call us on the Love Line five one two. Two four nine six five three five. Stop lying to yourself and saying everything is okay. When the Lord is waiting to just take you and wrap you in His arms and love you the way you need to be loved. That's what His goal is for us: is to love Him that He might love us. Uh, it is important that as we close this program today, we tell you God fills the gaps in your life if you will allow Him to come in.
2: Absolutely. God's anointed place and God's anointed person right there in those gaps, friends. We pray that you'll join us next time on Love Talk because we have so much more to talk about about how God steps in, fills in those gaps. We'll see you next Saturday right here on Love Talk.